little boy who was working on the ship jump off the ship, swim to the dock Whoa. to help his uh the co-captain out. Yeah. And oh, and by the way, there was a a young white boy that they did push that was trying to help, but they punched him in the belly. By the way, that was a minor, sixteen-year-old boy, and wow. the then the parents are pressing charges against those hillbillies. Um. So then it's an all-for-all brawl and what have you, and then now the boat has been docked, and so his colleagues, all brothers, come and skipping down like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And it all turned. It all. It was a great thing. They started kicking their ass. Oh, man. I thought that was all going to turn to peace, and everyone no, was no, like, no, no, no. Oh yeah, let's just stop white, this now. The but no, the the fight went on. I mean, the thing is, and funny thing about the dock that the that this all happened at was an auction dock where they used to sell us. Stop it. Really? Yes. It was an old slavery auction dock, yeah. and that's where the brawl went down. Crazy yeah. times. So so now, so those those hillbillies got arrested. Um, Good. And then they started a fu- fucking brawl. The 16-year-old kid punched in the stomach. It, it's... It, well, the six, there was two 16-year-old kids. The one white kid that was trying to help, that was with the co-captain on the dock, they they punched him in the stomach. The 16-year-old kid that uh, he swam over, six, yeah, 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 swam over to help. Black men. people can swim. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm just. We're boring. gonna get over that myth. Uh, <laughs> I was. I've been telling people all myth. last week. Stop it. We can swim. God we damn can it. Swim. Um, Come to find out, the the racist white people they were saying racial slurs. Go figure. So now them this might step up to a hate crime. <gasps> um, thank God. Good. And then also everything was caught on tape. Um, there is a part. There's this brother that did bash some people. That were bat- bash some of them with uh, in the head with the chair. Okay. Um, which they deserved it, and he did ba- bash his Karen in the head, but he got arrested because I was like it, t- it got a little bit too far. Aggressive, uh, excessive force. Yeah. But he has a GoFundMe, which he's now out on bail. Oh, good. So he's not going to be seeking severe charges in contrast to the white, the racist white folks that started it. Oh, they're going to actually sue. They're getting sued, but they'll probably counter sue for some reason or something. What, the racist white people? Yeah, I don't think they do. They, they have, there's no lawsuits yet, okay, but good. They're, they're being charged with a felony. Yeah, uh, assault. Assault, felony assault. Yeah, of course. And then they do own a grocery store in Selma. So now people have been doxing them and leaving horrible Yelp reviews to the point where it got closed down. And previously on the racist white man's uh, social media, uh, he stated, I don't want your kind, or wait, I don't want you people's money. I prefer superior money. Whoa. So then here we go. His racist tropes and words are and actions are being held accountable. That is a change that's happening, and that's good. Because 100 years ago, with the Kansas thing, there was a lot of violence and a lot of murdering and no, no accountability. Shit, if it and was now things are different, and that's good. And we can see, we can see it, and we go, oh, okay, that sucks. And those people are assholes, and it's terrible, and they're racist. But now they're finally being held accountable for that. Hey, Alabama. Hey, Georgia. Guess what? You don't get to be that way anymore. It's not like that. You can't. You gotta let it go. <laughs> you can't. <It's, laughs> Reparations. It, it's it's also these little things called phones and cameras. Yes. That makes such such a great weapon. Yes. Because you saw, I I watched this fight from different angles. Like sure. everybody's filming at different angles. 
And so that, I mean, man, if we had cameras back in the day. Right. You know, Lynchings could have. Saw, I mean, in the 20s when people were like, Jesus, yeah. there were the, the terrible things that they accused people of that they didn't do. And they dragged them behind cars or trucks. They, their lynchings are horrific. And that it's a public way. It's a it's disgusting because it's, it's a picnic. It's, you're That's killing. A picnic. It's terrible that you're a killing someone. But it's also terrible that it was on such public display and had so celebration. much celebration and uh, acceptance. And that is horrific. And we have to say, hey, that happened, and we're not okay with it. And we have to, but we, I think for a long time it was all just accepted and then not even covered up. They just well, didn't even, it was just like, eh, what? Well, and especially like a place in Montgomery, Alabama, the reason why this is so important, and a lot of us in the community are like, hey, I guess we're stretching Ju Juneteenth to August 5th now. Yeah. Is because Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama is the birthplace of the civil rights movement mm -hmm. with Rosa Parks. There's still, I mean, there's still a lot of issues going on like with the Montgomery. bus strike. Yeah, it's still a lot of things going on in Montgomery, Alabama. How they're trying to strip black politicians out of their power by gerrymandering yep. and everything else, and they're trying to be slick about it. And so, I mean, and then I'm thinking, just thinking about the deep roots of racism of that white supremacist family that did that. Yes, their family, their great great grandpappy, sure owned some of us, mm -hmm. and so that deep root hate is just threaded and embedded generational into them. trauma yeah there's a reason why the word exists but boy <laughs> how the how it turned full circle and especially the significance of that doc yeah yeah the ancestors said no and then another fun fact is the chair that the brother hit the white people with uh, the, the white people with i we found out that Nathaniel Alexander, back in 1911, was the first black man to patent a folding chair. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so, amazing. So there are all these little symbolisms and things mm -hmm. that are coming full circle. Just like I was having a conversation with my cousin about what's going on in Maui with the fires. Oh. Because of colonial colonialization and a lot of the indigenous people being pushed off. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for a lot of these things happening. Not be I'm not saying I, you know, people deserve to die. No, it's the fact that you know, a lot of the ancestors that I that island in that town where all that fire is going on, is a, an original indigenous city where the kings and queens lived, and yet those indigenous people are pushed out, and all the. The development of all these mansions and what have you were on burial grounds. Oh wow! You know, well, is it is it lava fire or is it no it, fire, fi fire? It wasn't. It was fire started from um, a brush fire. Okay, there was an earthquake. Okay, uh, or excuse me, a hurricane. Excuse me, a hurricane, but like like miles miles away. But the wind oh. ignited. No lava. It was just the wind ignited and the dry brush. Wow. I'm hey, sorry. I believe in all that that's stuff. Some, that's some burning bush shit. Yeah. That the answer, like, again, not a religious person, but there's a spiritual, ancestral up. Go watch Moana again, and you'll see a, a, a scratching of the very uh, of the way that people when they lived there and how they respected where they lived and how they worked with the island and the weather patterns and what if there's volcanoes and how do you deal with that and all the. There are people that live there, indigenous people, and we just said, this is really beautiful. We Let's should take, take it and it. make golf courses. And so now there are also a lot of the indigenous people are worried about rebuilding, which means oh, we're probably going to be displaced even more. 
mm-hmm. once they come through here and rebuild. Like I just read an article today that Jeff Bezos is contributing to, you know, the relief and what have you, which Good. that's that's thank you. That's nice. But why weren't you contributing to those when well before the fire? There were so many shanty towns in oh, Maui as well. Oh really? Yeah. There's like a bunch of There's shanty- a huge ice problem there. Which is what it's like really bad meth is ice. Oh, Something I don't like know that. about they that. They have a the um. It's on uh, uh, what? Which island is it? I was at, and I was on a different part of the island, not like the touristy part, like where the real people live, and was hanging out Hawaii? with them. Hawaii, and they were saying there's a huge meth problem. Yeah, Mo- Maui's. I think the one that is where all the wealthy people live. Okay. I believe, yeah, and then Kauai is also. It's with of, it's beautiful, but there's a part where the regular people live, and I was there, and it was fun. But <laughs> I, I didn't do I didn't do any weird drugs. They were just talking about it. But it, it's just like all these significance, and it's yeah. sad to see that you know there's like a death toll that's rising and what have you. So you know prayers for those people, and I hope they find them. But it's also a lot of this. There's a spiritual awakening going on, and right now I'm just talking about in the U.S. of what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. You know, things come in full circle. We we talked about Trump hopefully being in those oh lovely God, silver so bracelets. Good. I'm talking about white supremacists getting their ass kicked mm-hmm. by us and the ancestors, which would never happen in Montgomery, Alabama, until August 5th. And now the fact of, like, the ancestors of Maui, there's... There's all these little signs that I'm paying attention to. Yeah, I'd like to see some Native American uprisings here pretty soon. Oh, that's happening. That would be great. Or like, use your they can use their power with the casinos in some meaningful way. I just want to see some rising up. And I think it's already started. Yeah, I think it's already started. You know, it's just sometimes it depends what news you're paying attention to. Sure. But we, you know, with the pipelines, that's already kind of like a start to the mass revolution that's happening. But I know revolution scary stuff to talk about, but this is there, what being woke is about, you guys. At least there's a at least we're trying to have like an, an intellectual revolution and that seeing that uh we can't we have to be hold people accountable. Either either we have a government for a purpose that we follow and there's society and there's laws or there aren't. We either value people's lives or we don't. And we either value the truth or we don't. And if we don't then Fucking anarchy and let's get it done. It's going to be a purge and we're all going to murder each other. I'm not. That's because when, when you take away the laws, I still have a moralistic structure. And I think a lot of people do. But money just really corrupts. Anyways, this has been a great, enlightening uh, talk today on our show. Yeah, this I learned great. so much. After I'm excited. This, I'm going to show you the video. After the al- oh, hell yeah. Um, thank you again for being here. I will not be here the next two weeks. You're welcome to come with um, Kyla if you want to do it i can show you i'm yeah i don't want to talk about it on air because it's a surprise oh um but i'll tell you in a sec and then um your business (laughs) (laughs) well it's because it's a surprise so i'm trying to keep it under wraps not that my buddy listens to this podcast but i'm just trying to like you know um but yeah listen to everything on mutiny radio check us out donate um to our venmo at mutiny radio we have seven open mics a week also they're just great shows because i'm there and i'm hilarious and so is Lauren Kraut and usually Spencer. This 951 number keeps calling me, and I know it's some bill corrector, but I don't have any bills. So I think they have the wrong person, and I'm not answering it. But come (laughs) seven days a week. We have Sundays at 
6 o'clock, the Danker Side of Comedy at Barbary Coast. There's always a sponsor there that has free dabs. It's very exciting. Monday, we're here, Joke Workshop. You can listen live on mutinyradio.fm, also to past podcasts under our index at Mutiny Radio. Tonight is Tuesday at 6 o'clock. We're going to be at OMG. There's two-for-one well drinks during the show. That's exciting. And really funny comics, also really terrible comics. It's a good time, I promise. <laughs> it's, it's an open mic. I mean, it's fine. Uh, Wednesdays is Mars Bar, and that's fantastic. It's at 7 o'clock. It's on 7th and Brandon, and it's so great because their food is delicious. We're outside on their back smoking patio. You can literally smoke pot and cigarettes during the show, and they give me 10 drink tickets to give away in any fashion that I see fit. So usually I give them to real people that come. And uh, But, again, the food's really good. Their onion rings are to die for. Thursdays, we're at the bar in Dolores, 8 o'clock. That's on 29th and Dolores. It's a really fun time. The bartender, Damon, is amazing. Really funny comics. We start at 8-ish. We go till we run out of comics, usually around 10.30, because there's no hard stop, because Damon is a king. Fridays, we're back here at Mutiny Radio at 6 o'clock for happy hour, which is the happiest hour of two hours of comedy. Uh, you can pre-sign on those by Venmoing 2 to $5 to Mutiny Radio, and then you DM me, and I know it's so di- difficult. I make, I make people jump through hoops because I'm a dick. And then Saturdays, we're at Atlas Cafe at 2 o'clock. So come out for that. Atlas has really great sandwiches and beer and wine and all that fun stuff. We're out on the patio because we're out on the sidewalk because we're nuts. Uh, And then check out the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming the 8th through the 14th. And on the 15th, we'll have the Phoenix Day Festival out here in front of Mutiny Radio. It's going to be an amazing time. Uh, Get involved. The T-shirts this year look amazing. Thanks to Emily Rudolph. Thanks for being here. And oh, and uh, there's going to be dog days at the East Cut um, from uh, twelve to two p.m. on August twenty-sixth, Saturday, August twenty-sixth. Saturday, August twenty-sixth. Bring your dog. Be part of the community. Eat some delicious foods. Hang out with other dogs. In the cuts. Right. 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 Uh, hey, everybody, have a good week. Bye. Bye. See y'all. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comics. Oh, 
pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, two seven eight one Twenty First Street, at Florida Street, in the deep, deep, deep Mission. Every Monday at six p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Then Mo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. It's nap time. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. Very <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down. Be in the audience. Dog-friendly. Dog fr- we are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. Dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. FM. Here in SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Best Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Best Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, Ives, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. 
Bring a can of PBR, get it in half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in the drizzle, but not too much. And Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. Take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Fucking. LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping. Captain Curls up in the head, Mutiny Radio Festival, ahoy! Ah, very good, ah, very good, legless Joe. I'm surprised you can see from the crow's nest with no legs. It's to get ready, crew. The festival is upon us. Scurvy Steve, how many comics? Over a hundred comics. You're looking good, Scurvy Steve. Glad the scurvy hasn't taken you. Aye, aye, Captain. You, No Liver Mary, how many venues? We've got nine venues, sir. And you, boy, what's your name? Very good. And finally, Eleven Fingers Sally. What about the tickets? You can find all of your tickets on Eventbrite, sir. Check out www.mutinyradio.fm What is that? I don't know what a website is. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but f- f- quick to the festival. All oh, sails ahead. Arr. Pirate Yucca. noises. Ambiance. Ah, 
in the air, groovy with gold in your pocket, riding a wild set of wheels at an easy pace. Are you there? Everything is smooth and cool. There's some traffic, but not too much traffic. But it's all right, you see, because you've got everything covered. You understand? Driving along in the field of the sun and the radio swinging that beautiful, crazy, wild tune. And you feel so good, you, ha, you're right in there tight. And you feel it. Yes. Suddenly your mind goes over to Hitleyville. And you start thinking about a beautiful girl that you met there five years ago. And what a gasser she was. No, no, take me now! Beautiful. Nose rubbed in a rose garden, so many roses, and later. Thinking about how charming she was, how gracious her people were, what a ball you had, what a beautiful time, how, how, how sweet, how generous, how, how crazy. And four minutes. If I'm not sleeping, I live on dreams instead of eating. I'm just a wreck, and it's all your fault. Yes, it's all your fault. If I'm not playing and having fun, and if I'm staying all by myself, well, it's all your fault. 
When you said that we were through, I tried to find somebody new, but I found out that wouldn't do, cause I'd rather be alone than with somebody new, and it's all your fault when I'm a grandpa, if my grandkids don't call you grandma, well I'll just tell them that it's all your I think the time has come for you to go back. It's been good to have you here. Thank you.
I might have gone to a wrong chord there. Okay. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Mike. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Very important acronym. It's Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Car Michael Spiegelman and Carl. La da da. Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. Hello, everyone. Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. That's let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman, as seen on Game Show Network's People Puzzler. Mike Spiegelman, as seen on Game Show Network's People Puzzler, and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How are you, television star? Great to see you again uh, in the lowly medium of FM radio and and YouTube. But you know, for a TV star like you, be up there, and here's a clue: Michael Jackson turns into one in Thriller. Zombie. Is it zombie? Where do you want to go next? Four uh, down. Four down. We have an M and an E, and here's a clue: heavy genre of Twisted Sisters. We're not gonna take it. Metal, heavy metal. Is it metal? All right, All right doing good, Mike. But uh, great to see That's... you again. Thank you for having me on our show. Well, thank you for arriving to our show. Yep. As, a, as, as always, uh, we are recording the seconds after my episode just aired where I was a game show contestant on Very Game Show Network's People Puzzler. And I couldn't really talk about it but it's out there, and you'll hear clips from it throughout our podcast. We are streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm, as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. New Jersey Time. And we are really excited because we have a great show. Carl and I, we watch movies on YouTube, the full-length movies that are posted on YouTube. We want you to watch the YouTube movie with us and uh, – listen to our podcast at the same time. So you could do this right now, streaming live, Uni Radio, go to YouTube, or you can subscribe to our podcast. It'll drop every Sunday night, and then you can watch the movie at your leisure, or you can subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel, 
which Carl has already synced up the movie. Carl is the producer of the show. Yes, he yes, wrote the theme yes. song you heard up front. Right. Uh, yeah, he will edit game show bits for yes. the show until the end of infinity. And uh, till the end of infinity. 93 till <laughs> infinity. Coming and right Mike, right. what is the movie today? You're asking me, Carl, what a switcheroo. Normally, I would ask you. Today's movie is Thunderbirds Argo, the theatrically released 1966 super animation. Uh, it's more like marionettes. Well, marionettes and animation, right? Animatronic moving bullshit. So it's combined and it's super. It's called Thunderbirds Are Go. We want you to go to YouTube, type in Thunderbirds Are Go, 1966. 1966. I can tell you, look at my PlayStation 4 here. Oops. The actual full title is Thunderbirds Are Go, 1966, 1080p, Blu-ray, H264, A-A-C-R-A-R-B-G. R-A-R-B-F. Got it. Got it. And Carl, great question. The channel that's hosting the movie huh? is Bob J77. That's B O B B J 77. Bob B J. Because a head Bob's in a BJ? Is that why? Bob B J 77. And listen, as married men, Bob, congratulations. Yeah, right. Uh, Kudos We're living vicariously through you. <laughs> so go ahead now bob had uh not only had the courtesy to host this movie he has two ads up front so thank you go ahead. Bob. thank you bob but he's the only one that has the full length movie and it looks gorgeous yeah. so go yeah. ahead and click it let it play hit pause well what's going to happen is you're going to click it and there'll be two ads so when you have the opportunity to skip ads do so and then hit pause move it to zero zero oh my god that's so much work now it's a chore it's not a chore. We're, we're going to have a great segment. We have a special comedian, a celebrity comedian, Carl. Yeah, yeah. To do the countdown to start our movie. And exactly right. Carl and uh, Carl, take it away. I hear you have a top ten list, Carl. No, I don't, you <laughs> dumbass motherfucker. What do you I have a movie podcast. In the middle of it, and we watch a full-length fucking it, movie. God damn it. Okay, so listen. You have to start our movie. Is this habit continuing? Three, two, one, go. That's how the countdown goes. You three, say two, three, two, one, go. Oh, please, listen, I went to the school. We all, it's audio first. It's it's out of San Francisco Mutio, Mutiny Radio. Everyone at home. We're on Mutiny Radio. Presses play at the same time as we do here in the studio. Okay. So what you have to do is like a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Don't do it like three, two, one, and go. No, it's three, No, two, it's like one, the space two, shuttle five, launch. Five, Three, two, one. And you're recording go. this for your Right show. the fuck now. All right. Go ahead. All right. Okay, you ready? Am I ready? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Holding on, yeah. Ready okay. now? Three, chin down. Another two, chin down. Wait, wait. Wait. Three, two. I, I don't know how to do it. Steve, how would you do it? Three, two, one. Timing. This is the best show in quite some time, and we had, to be, like we had to be good to follow lunch. those two jokes. Three, two, one. Garrett, how would you do it? On, let me guess, on Post-it notes. But uh, You know I'm recording right now. <laughs> he was already doing Are it. Are you aware I'm recording? Right. Three, two, one. 
Thank you, Carl, and comedian, celebrity comedian for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. That was very interesting. I look forward to hearing it. And now, from Concord Home Entertainment, yes, Concord 9977. <laughs> we now, saw Carl, 79. Normally, you watch these movies, research it, and tell me about it, and I never see it. We're doing a switcheroo. You haven't seen this movie. Have you right. seen this movie before? Probably as a kid. As a kid, this was a television show. And so that's this is why back I in the 20th attention. century. Yeah. Now, I oh, didn't realize so this. this. This show is so crazy. It's a 21st century production. This takes place in the 21st century. This is 2066. And in fact, it, this movie, Thunderbird. Oh, I got to crank this up. Thunderbirds I don't know why I have this. Thunderbirds are go. Great. Right? You sit down. The moment you sit down, it says, Thunderbirds are go. I'm done. It's so retro. It looks like it was made today to look like back then. It does have this very slick 60s style. Yeah. You know, look at this. Super. The guy who created this, his name is Jerry Anderson. I've never seen Thunderbirds. I've never seen any of his stuff except for a couple episodes of Space 1999. It was a real pleasure looking through all this stuff. So they're introducing the, our main characters. They're five sons, and they each craft a different Thunderbird. Okay. For example, Alan, he's three. Four is the submarine, and that is Gordon. Uh-huh. Anyway, Gordon, Gordon does nothing in this movie. And who's lost in space? It's the shitheel brother, John. John, <laughs> why don't you go mad? <laughs> but that's not all. See, there's they're international rescue, so there's spies from all around the world. But we're only going to have one, Lady Penelope from the UK, and okay. the hawker, her uh, porter. Oh, he's not the just the driver; he's. Mm-hmm. All right, let's crank this up a sec. So, from what I learned about this, by the way, like you, you finally see this show had like came out; it was a hit. Right. And okay. they were able to sell it to the American market. In fact, everyone here has an American accent. Is it from England? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Shot. And they're doing American accents? You ever see the, the British uh, office? That industrial yeah, sure. park? Mm-hmm. That was the location where they shot these during the 60s and 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. So look, okay, this is the big penis on she thing. No, this is nothing to, this is not a Thunderbird. I didn't realize this. This is Zero X. Zero X is a space mission. It's like NASA and they're going to Mars. Okay. They're going to Mars. Mission to Mars. Excellent. That's so exciting. Now, do you saw the space station above the earth? I remember them distinctly as a kid. That was the coolest thing ever. They just, John is never in their island. Like, the deal is, their dad is like Mr. 60s Adventure, and he's okay. a millionaire in the 60s. So he has his own island, hollowed out island. And hollowed underneath out. is all the Thunderbirds. Oh. But John That's is like intense. in outer space. Yeah, That's this like show was like. Dr. No meets Dr. Evil shit. This is so well. All these people who made these models, they all went on to do sixties Bond movies and shit like that. So there's a real, I the research I did was on YouTube. A lot of fan service. This guy's name is Jerry Anderson with a G. The okay. fans are considered Fanderson. 
That's okay. what the fans are called, Fanderson, named after Jerry Anderson. So I was able to watch uh, a BBC Two radio interview from a uh, show in 2000 that they okay. put video on, uh, and that was hosted by a guy who's in this movie, uh, Bob Monkhouse. And <laughs> Bob Monkhouse, I guess in British TV, he did a bunch of sitcoms. He was a, a comedian, but he was primarily for decades a game show host. Like a, he was like a beloved comedian. And he did a kids show in the 60s where one of the ships from the previous show, Stingray, pops out of the guy's bathtub. And in return, he shows up in this movie. Bob Monkhouse is one of the Mars astronauts. Okay. Free. During this radio uh, uh, presentation that he host narrated, he said, I did it for free. Really? That's plays- great. Yeah, and he plays a character in this where it's just kind of like one of his TV show characters, I think. There's like an in the. Did it for free. Did it for free. This is supposed to be Glenfield Military Base, and I don't know if it's real. They actually, at the end credits, say thank you to Admiral Casey of Glenfield uh, Air Force Base. And I'm like, I thought they made this up. But uh, from what I understand, all this shit shows up in the next series the guy does called Captain Scarlet. Captain they Scarlet. Had a, okay. They had a very shrewd way of getting shows marketed. Is that if it was not the ratings were going down, create a new show. And these are big soap opera adventure shows. The guy, Jerry Anderson, he he got a job for colonial films when he was 17. It's just like British Empire films. And then he okay. got into the RAF as a radio operator. He okay. got out, he worked for Pinewood Studios, the big uh, British studios. Uh, and then he got a job doing a commercial knobby drink, uh, eating Kellogg's ricicles. Ricicles? Don't try the, yeah, don't try the resticles. The resticles, <laughs> too salty and sweaty, but the ricicles. <laughs> and it was knobby and it was really popular. And this British uh, children's novelist said, hey, my character Twizzle would be great with your marionettes. So this launched Wait. him into the marionette world of British television shows in the 50s. That was a human Western... hand or something that I just Yeah, saw. is that crazy? Carl, let me tell you right up front, nobody walks in this movie. None of the marionettes <laughs> walk. They showed like the Western where they did walk, and it looks really silly. Okay, and so the they... hands, you will see real hands pop up here and there. Mm-hmm. So that's her first hand. Now, if the show isn't – if the ratings go down, new show. That was New that's show. a cool concept. Captain Scarlet. This show, first season, 64, they did 30, 26 episodes. And these are hour-long okay. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then serious. they did the movie. The movie guaranteed, United Artists said, we let's do a sequel as well. Signed all that shit up. This came out, bombed. Bombed? This bombed? bombed. This bombed. And then they... Which the one's second... Bob Monkey? Oh, okay. Oh, that's a really good question. Hang on a sec. I have it. They're going to introduce him again. I guess they're just listening right now. Well, it's pretty good. Yes, sir. Space Captain Greg Martin. Yes. Space Navigator Brad Newman. Yeah. Yes, sir. Dr. Pierce. Yes, sir. Dr. Grant. Yes, sir. American accents and so astronaut-like. Yeah. So I think it's... One of the three astronauts is this Bob Monkhouse. Now, this is before it's... we landed on the moon. This is 1966. So they're going to Mars. They're going, they're going to Mars. 
I should mention that the show second season premiered and got canceled after six episodes before wow. this movie hit the theaters. So by the time this movie hit the theaters, the second ep- season was truncated to six episodes instead of 26. And this Wait, there's two additional people going? Yeah, there's so there's Dr. Going? Grant, there's okay. Dr. Pierce, okay. there's Captain Paul Trevor, there's Space Captain Greg Martin, and there's Space Navigator Brad Newton. And Brad Newton Brad is what? Bob New, New Man, Newton, uh, Newman. New- Newman. He's actually, uh, he's Bob Monkhouse. Newman. This music is, uh, the score was like, this movie, you know, obviously the show's a cult hit. Right. But who's keeping score? Who's keeping, oh, his name is, I think it's Glenn Barry, Greg Barry. But there's a surprise, a musical number surprise at the end. Oh, okay. That's. And I don't want to spoil. Which one, no spoilers. We don't know which there's one's Bob Monkey. Let's, we'll guess as the thing goes He's, 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 uh... Osdorfer Grenville not. <laughs> so no, this is insane. This, you're, this is like Star Trek, the motion picture where they start off with the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because... I mean, when I was a little kid, Thunderbirds blew me away because of the models like this. They were... Yeah, absolutely. They were like, remember, everything was practical effects, so a lot of your watching movies was imagination and kids can't understand that today i'm sure they can logically understand it but um this thing really took your imagination to you know the space station and the submarine and the you know they're flying and yo yeah they go everywhere so it's very gray i mean they do earth the uh air you know they're like nasa on steroids so they got everything set up. They got the doctors that are going to do uh, technical works, and they got the captain, the space captain, and the space navigator. And they're going to Mars on a plane? Kind of? Well, as always, we just spent five minutes setting this up. There's Sylvia Anderson. She co-wrote this, and she was one of the masterminds behind the show. And David Lane was a regular director on all these Jerry Anderson puff, puppet uh, marionette movies. Uh-huh. And apparently, he's the uncredited uncredited director of Muppets Christmas Carol. So I don't uncredited. Know yeah. So maybe Weren't he's they a Andersons? No, this is David Lane. Oh the guy. okay. He's so basically like Sylvia Anderson Hot. is one of the actors. She's Lady Penelope. And she also she she started off as a secretary and they got married and, and she really worked uh, really like with the actors and uh-huh. took care of that stuff and he you know his he was kind of this stuff look how it's a firework out the butt there's a lot of but i mean it's so burned. cool that it's like i said before like this looks so good it's like somebody today was trying to be retro right. i know i know this doesn't look like computer generated that would probably be the thing we do today do you know why their heads are so big they're smart thunderbirds there's they're, well, yeah, right. Yeah, they're scientists. They have transmitters, like they have a megaphone, like a little speaker in their mouth. And oh. one of the marionette uh, wires is a transmit, a pre-recorded dialogue. So we're hearing so, it really from the marionette's mouth, or yes, it's yeah, not an overdub. On cue. Wow. No. 
that's, so, that's but, interesting. But then the actors are not in a room. You know, Bob Monkhouse went to a studio and recorded it, and then they they the, the engineers, the puppet masters. Okay, now this is really inexplicable. As you know, all shows must have an adversary. Okay, the adversary is named the Hood. Oh no! Oh no! So. I don't know who this man is with the mustache, but suddenly okay. he's gonna. So he's stowaway to the moon. He's. I think he's taking photographs. That's what he's doing. That's a little. Fo- a little sixty spy camera. His foot is gonna get mushed, the idiot. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Bone no, crack. no, that's gonna hurt so much. Yeah. It's gonna go from one foot to six inches. Oh, if only that was only wood. Oh, you can hear it crack. Whoa! Look at that. It's That's the hood all along. Possible shit right there. Right, which is the 60s. It made perfect sense. Bum, 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 bum. I have a bad movie rule where the special effects, the characters use the same special effects that the special effects are used in the movie. Like in Jack okay. and Jill, Jack dresses up as Jill. And I'm like, come on, you're already dressed up as Jill. You're Jack and Jill. Right, Adam Sandler. <laughs> so the puppets like have a distinct face, and then they suddenly have like a they're wearing a mask, it's the face over a face. Like, come on, would you get puppetry? Okay, look, they got to abort, they got to abort, they never even made it. Yeah, so that piece you know, after watching puppets. it connect, we watch it disconnect, face off. Is that blood? Yes, puppet blood from the wood. Huh. <laughs> Hope he would. So the story is the dad has five sons. They all have their own spaceships. And anytime there's international rescue need, international rescue shows up. They get called upon? They get called upon. Now, who built all this stuff? The guy must be Brainiac. His name is Brains. And he looks like the guy from the Buggles. You'll see him. You know the guy from the Buggles? He's got the thick glasses. Yeah. Radio killed the radio star. star. Uh, he wears the white coat. He is yeah. brain. I remember. Brain. So look at that. Also... Look at that. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I'm like seven, six. Is, imagining, you know. One of the things I love is just the sounds. There's no nope. music pumped through it. Oh, that's cool. Now you know when we were kids, we had toys, and from our day and. All the time earlier, that's what kids had. Like when you were a kid, you got toys and Christmas was everything. Oh, sorry, Mike. Chanaka was everything. Chanaka. And you would get like, so when you had your Fisher Price set or you had your building blocks, right? So when you watch this, it was like, imagine my toys were alive. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, this is how you would play. You would have the saboteur and then they, they would saboteur? build themselves up and then go. Now, he has jumped out of the plane. He has a parachute, I guess. I don't know if we see the parachute. I don't recall. It's very interesting because this criminal, so right. the deal is one of the employees at the Look Tracy at Institute, right. it, her name is Tintin. Okay. From Malaysia, the Malaysian Islands, I guess. Her dad works also works for them. And there's another female character named Grandma, who's the mother of the dad. Oh, the mother of the dad. That'd be like your... Oh, so she's like a grandmother. Yeah, so she's called Grandma, but she's not in this movie. In fact, we haven't seen a single fucking Thunderbird yet. Really? 
This is Zero X, something that just popped up. Okay. The, okay. Look, they're it's going the down. It's the movie. You see the little the lights showing how many feet they're going down? No, you never saw the, the live action one with Bill Paxton as the dad, right? Have you? Yeah, I recommend you see it. It's fun. And that's Ben Kingsley as the hood, right? As the villain? I don't remember anymore, and I should okay. because I really like that movie and I remember movies I love. I should see it again. Um, it's, whoa! Right? Boom. Now it's going to be wow, slow it, motion it, explosion. Look at the drama. The drama of the slow motion water wow. and fire. They mixed oil and water and they lit the fucking oil. This is practical effects, yeah. folks. There's a lot of explosions. And slow motion drama. All the drama is drenched from the models being shot in slow motion or doing mm -hmm. something. Like, ooh, the diesel means excitement. The, the splashing <laughs> means trauma. Now, this looks like a giant razor blade. But now we go to another. Do we go to the Thunderbirds? No. Okay. Yeah, see, the, the movie, the live action one, it was all about the family. They were kind of like celebrities. The Marsh Exploration Center. So we go from Zero X, we go from Glenfield Spaceport. To okay. Marsh, and then they're gonna say like, "We're gonna do a vote." Do you see like everyone has a glass of water and like a, yes. a loudspeaker next to them? Yes. Okay, that's actually two buttons: a red button and a yes and a green button, for okay. or against. So this is two years later. See, they're voting Wait, right now. Four is red and against is green. That's backwards, don't you think? It's, Go. It's it's England. They, it's the whole, like when you drive on the wrong side of the street, a red light means go when you drive in no, England. No, that can't be the, true. It Wait, is. I, in England, red light means go and green light means stop? Yeah, and cars are holographic so you can drive right through them, especially double-decker. But look for red. And so they have this... This is like all drama through the mechanical shit they built, right? Who's against? Who's against? Somebody didn't. Oh, uh -oh. shit! This Barry Gray the orchestra pranks it up. It's like a sixty-piece orchestra. Russian guy. They look at no. So we don't know who it is. But the drama, the puppets moving around marionettes. Now, uh, they, you know, like. Another movie in 1966 was Batman, based on the TV series, and they shot that in between. They aired it during the summer in between seasons. Okay. So I'm always reminded of this. Okay. Are you suggesting, sir, that we're incapable of handling our own security arrangements? I have 862 pages here, sir. I have 862 pages. So technical. Oh, go right to the razor blade. So he's okay. saying, I don't, you guys can't do shit. We need to get IR in this. So are you saying we need our own security? Fuck yeah. Here it is. Tracy Island, Carl. Okay, so now we're getting to the family. Right. Now, Finally at the TV show. Is Grant, Pierce, Trevor, are these the yeah. family members? So the, no. the brothers are all named after astro American astronauts. Like John is John Glenn. Virgil is actually has a nickname, but not really Neil and Buzz, to be honest with you. There's a guy named They're, Buzz? No. Scott, uh, Virgil, Alan, Gordon, and John. Here's, and here are four of them. One is in outer space. 
even if it's no. Right. So now they hear that uh, they're going to relaunch. This is two years later. This we just spanned two years. Okay. And... Wait a second. Wait a second. They were going to Mars, and that failed. That was zero right. X. Zero yeah. X went to okay. So now we're not going to Mars, and forget about it. Right now we want to go back to Mars. However, we need to hire international rescue to make sure everything goes smoothly this time. Okay. So the boys just got the news from their dad. They're on a side. So they got a give us. So basically, Virgil is is Thunderbird. Thunderbird one is a hypersonic rocket. It's a okay. vertical takeoff and landing of VTOL. Oh, and landing. That's incredible technology. Here we go. You Check this out. Check this out. It's unlikely that you'll be needed, but you better be ready in case. Yes, sir. Okay, boss. So the, the submarine guy says, hey, Dad, what about me? He goes, well, you're probably not going to be needed. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay, so here is the hyper rocket. This is the land, technically. This is like kind of their command center. And this is run by Scott, who you see... Uh, waiting patiently to be transported over there. Okay, Look so at this. Scott Anything... is Thunderbirds 1. Scott is Thunderbird 1. Now here comes Virgil. Virgil has Thunderbird 2. It's a heavy uh, transporter. And this is where they like pick up whole things. Like if you need to drill, Thunderbird 2 will carry the drill. Okay, what is this? Is it like a truck? Yeah, it's a big empty truck. That carries okay. other trucks. Okay. You see how in the future they never move. They <laughs> sit or they get like escorted they while they lie on their back. It looks too goofy. Yeah, so when they shot this, they were also shooting a TV show and they had to do different ratios. So what a waste Wait, of a Is there a daughter? Show. Is there a daughter? I'm sorry. No, to but there's Tintin. There's a, there's okay, so the, the like villain. Wouldn't it be great if there was like a little daughter and she was all, you know, like she'd be in the pool when they were closing it. Dad! I know. Dad. Not now, Please. Vicky. You can't. That pool is not sanitary if it's underneath, if underneath is a rocket layer. If that's a rocket launcher, you should not have a pool covering it. Who's that dude? Uh, I that's think that Scott? is. That's Virgil. No, that's one. That's Scott. Yes, that's Scott. Okay. Okay. Look at the fireworks, man. That's like and he's like aggro. Look at that. It ruins the pool exterior. That you, can't be. You would not want to like swim in a smoke encrusted. <laughs> yeah, pool. encrusted is right. Okay, now okay. this is Thunderbirds 2, but it's a truck. Yeah, it's a heavy transporter. So it's heavily okay. carrying number the that green thing. And his like so it's under the pool cosmetic i guess and this is like under hollowed out brick wall and not mm -hmm. and not only does he beat the well, back hollowed game, out but... mountain like rock i guess yeah okay so here comes one. Oh, now this is three this is the spaceship Who there's is already it? a satellite that is, is alan alan it alan is. is the star of the show i'm very proud of Alan. we're all very proud of alan okay wait is oh. alan Three Thunderbirds. Three. Alan is three. Yes, you're, you're taking notes. Gordon, Dad, can I go? Well, I don't think there's going to be any underwater things in space, so no. That's a Gordon. He's four. <laughs> okay, what was Alan in? Not a rocket, he, like a plane. No, like he is in a space rocket. 
okay, not a takeoff like a Saturn V rocket. He's like in a spaceship. Yeah. He's going to be monitoring, like, he's going to overwatch it. Like, they're, they're, they're going to be, like, babysitting. They're going to be hanging around making sure this, this flight works. Working security. Yeah, right. Nothing happens. Now, so I should mention another character who doesn't show up until 25 minutes of this film. Her name is Tintin. Okay. And she, she's an engineer there. She works there. Her dad is Kentaro. And then her... <laughs> Is Mike, the this hood. is no truck. This is no truck. I'm trying to tell you that the the villain's niece works at the institute as an engineer. Oh, is that Look, sort of like Gordon. a spy kind of thing? Hey, check out the submarine. You like the submarine action? Aha, uh-huh, <laughs> yes. Oh, Gordon's got to hang out. Here's here's Tintin. Yes. Yes. I did it. Is Tintin just a stereotype? She's very beautiful. Yes. I don't really, I'm trying to follow the story. Another fan thing I watched was Jerry Anderson Primers, which is on YouTube. And okay. it has, you know, that internet flat voice talking guy. But right. they do every single production the guy's done. Because one thing I did for my research, Carl, is I watched The Many Worlds of Jerry Anderson, which were <laughs> pilots that he did after in the 70s. Uh-huh. He had one of the, the Thunderbird puppeteers was a live-action cop in Space Cop. And all space of his police. pilots were puppets? What's that? All of his pilots were puppet shows? No. So there oh, okay. was one. Of, so after, I think after Scar, no, he did Joe 90, I think might have been the last puppet one. Until Then he did UFO, the investigator was hybrid live-action puppet. This mm-hmm. alien wants to investigate Earth, so he turns a couple into puppets, and they go and they uh, follow evil people and say, "Why are you greedy? So greedy? Look at it." Were we seeing human hands? Yeah. And now we're seeing so, rubber hands. So, so basically, he needs he needs uh, some of his international agents. So he goes to the only one. Penelope. Okay, which is Penelope. Okay. Because in England, it's 4 o'clock. It must be tea time. So the tea kettle has a uh, intercom or something. So that she's just this walking stereotype, too. She's, like, over-rich, and she has her chauffeur is, like, a comedic relief. As a kid, I would remember the Porter uh, Parker. Look at this. Such drama. What's going to happen? Ooh, how dramatic. Someone's in the lounge. How can the director indicate it? How about you just have a model ring a bell? You rang. You rang. Uh, here we go. Let's listen to Parker's voice. I called Anna. We're taking off for America with F1 immediately. Oh, I guess not. F1 is Fab 1. They're all going to say FAB as a sign-off instead of 10-4. And F-A-B. she... I don't know what it stands for, but her car is a Fab One, and it's a pink Rolls Royce that has a machine gun in the grill and some cool James Bondian shit. Now, wait. You told me Thunderbirds 2 was a truck. You said yes, yes, uh-huh, yeah, yes, right. yes. Uh-huh. It, trans- it, it transports like a truck. It's going to land. You mean it wheels will come out? No, it, it carries shit, right? It's, it's a... It's okay. called a transporter, right? Heavy transporter because it transports like 
A truck carries shit, right? A Same truck thing. certainly carries shit on its wheels. They uh he did he did Twizzle, he did another kid's show, and he said, Fuck it, I want to do my own properties. Uh-huh. So he had stuff like Supercar and Stingray, and they were like black and white shows, but they would sell to America. And one of the guys who's selling it, you know him from The Muppet Show, the producer of The Muppet Show, his name is Lou Grade, L-E-W-G-R-E-D-E. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Okay, so there is an astronaut interview. So they're interviewing the Mars people. And okay. she's a spy. And the interview is that they use those phones from the bars in the 80s where you sit down and you call another table to talk to a guy. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so this is how the press – she's posing as a press – uh, journalist, and she's saying, she's saying, listen, I'm part of Fab F A B. Uh, I'm going to give you something. That's absolutely fabulous. I would like to tell my readers that you'll be wearing this during the assignment. So I want you to wear. Yeah. So it's neat. It, it's not a rotary phone. Like I want to say, look, guys, it's a rotary phone from right. history. But no, it's that some of their fancy. Here you go. You got a package. Okay, check out the hands. Ready for the hands? Real hands yeah. coming up. Okay. <laughs> and roll them. That's a I've perfectly good Spiegelman hand. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, put it in there, you freak. Okay, now the hands Everybody back. Everybody gets that reference to fish burgers. <laughs> That's I like, like the bony features of the hand. Hand chopping network. You can find that on Fish Burgers YouTube. And there's a note. Dun dun dun. Must be Penelope. Don't be so obvious. What are you tacky? There's the <laughs> hand again. Creepy. <laughs> oh my god. So basically, that's a bug. Now they can monitor what's going on. And if but there's why any does danger... Vincentian agree to do it? He's not a spy. No, but he's concerned. I don't know if he was the one who was against, but, you know, as one of the Americans, Mars space astronauts. Here it is. Wait, we're Second time. Again. This time we've this... got security. We got, H... we got a TB1, a Thunderbird 2. So what is John doing during all of this? Because it was John's in outer space. We don't communicate with John. Okay. Until later, which is bizarre. They're Alan. That's Alan in three. He's in outer space, and they're talking to Alan. They're not even talking to John. Okay. Okay. So Alan is doing all of John's work. Oh, check out this fucking car. Don't know who John is. John is the fifth brother. Right. And who is currently in a space satellite orbiting the Earth. Oh, that app, that's Thunderbird that 5? Called, yes, that's 5. Thunderbird 5 is a space, space orbiting. station, okay. Yeah. Not to be, what's confused, I get him confused with Alan, who has a space rocket. Right, right, right. And Alan's more go-to. I just saw Rolls-Royce today in real, in real life. I was walking around my block. For my health, and there was a Rolls Royce passing. So you know what I did? What did I you sn- do? I snubbed it. 
I made sure I didn't look at it. I made sure the driver knew I was not checking out the Rolls Royce. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Don't give him that pleasure. Well, that's right. That's right. So I, I, I made it clear that I had my headphones on and I put my hoodie, you know. It's a pink Rolls Royce. Okay, so now they are uh, getting, they're monitoring. They have the lapel bug. Yeah. And they're going to, they communicate. Oh, here comes the communication. See, Is they it, don't see they don't understand. Thanks to the future, there's a whoa. TV monitor right there. It's um, FaceTime? Was it? FaceTime. She's FaceTiming him. Yeah. Do you have an iPhone, Mike? Well, I, you know, my car has a Zoom monitor under the seat, so you can continue your Zoom conference calls while driving. And when I Uber, people get in, they transfer. My car their has Zoom an ejector call. seat. Uh huh. On Sandy's side. Your right foot. On on Sandy's side. Oh, Sandy's side. Okay, now check this out. Hey, Doctor Grant. How about you, Doctor Grant? Are you okay? You okay, Doctor Grant? Oh. Yeah, you know COVID's over. You don't need to wear a mask. Oh no! Oh, it's the hood. Some security thunderbirds. The guy's yeah, got a again, smart the gun. Who brings a fucking gun to a Mars? Put up your hands. No, no, no. The fake hands. Put up the fake hands. Oh. Oh. Beep borp. Litter. <laughs> Now, a lot of these are, are models, like they went to model kits and took pieces. A lot of them are like toothpaste, tube jar, uh, lids or whatever. They did whatever they could. Okay, here we go. Now, he's uh, not in do. fab, right? She's in fab. She's fab, yeah. Right. Well, she ends everything with fab. Let's see if we hear her say it. Look at all this techno garb gibberish. FAB. That's the FAB. Oh, they don't say. Okay, check yeah, this out. They say FAG. In a motor car. I was like, in America? Is in a motor car. <laughs> in America. In a motor car? So he was on a spaceship going to Mars, wearing Whoa. a mask and holding a gun. One of the guys gets wind of it. He runs off, hops off the space shuttle. Gets to the ground floor where the spies are waiting for him. He gets into his car, and now we have the shootout. Okay. This, this car chase. Take that, you fucking fabbit! You know, NASA does have a gun turret at the entrance. <laughs> a gun turret? <laughs> a little extreme. All right. The real doctor, real Dr. Grant, is in this building. Ah, granted. Granted. I think we take that doctor for granted. Immediately and locate the whereabouts of Dr. Grant. We don't know his condition, but providing he's okay, bring him over to central control immediately. And that's my orders. Grant, no. Pierce, Trevor, Martin, Brad, Newman, Newman, Jerry. Newman. He's got a good start at his life. Oh my god, that's horrible. That's his cockney accent. Oh that's yeah, so horrible. there's the hood going. But you know, he's ugly and he sounds ugly. It's fun. They're imperfect puppets. I know it, he it is fun. He sounds like he it's like the eighteen sixties and he's in a horse 
carriage, you know. Oh, milady, governor. I mean, it's so cockney. I just, I just feel like all these people, even these Americans oh, right here, uh, in real life would be a little slovenly, right? They're a little off. Like, an, oh, how'd you find out about it? Well, I don't know. Oh, he goes, I guess Lady Penelope's good luck charm is not going to help me anymore. Throws it the ground. It was a transistor. It was good luck all along because it was, wait, but, you so know, wait, she monitored. he wasn't part of it. He was, he got tricked. She got gave tricked. him a trinket saying, here's a good luck trip for Mars. Once you wear this metal thing in outer space, he's like, great. Okay. okay what are they so going to do, Carl? The boat, obviously with the fake thing underneath went away. Whoa. You can't do. No. Oh, Jesus you are Christ. fired. Yep. You are fucking fired. Now, as kids would be like, this makes sense. Right? This makes total sense. It's a motor. It has a hydro lift or something. Is that a Jesus car? Because it's driving on water? On water. Because the little models can't really show it otherwise. Whoa! There it is. Look at that. Hydrofoil. Uh-oh. It's that dude who hopped off the rocket. I don't understand this guy. He doesn't show up after this scene, Carl, for the rest of this oh, movie. And this is a long movie. Here we go, watching it again. And he's part of Hydra, Hail Hydra. I hate when they put this on. There's no feeling. Right? Sorry, Milady, we've got a flat. Yeah, I thought we'd go on the water just for the halibut. <laughs> you see, the trauma is just the models, the action in the background. Like, you know, it's right, exciting. The mannequin. You can see the clouds behind them. All right, now we've once again. Seen this. It's again the second time, and it's the same police cars. I think, as a director, and as a you know, just as a, he shouldn't show us that again. Exactly, you know. Whoa! Look, they miss, 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 miss. How can they miss? And who is shooting at them, Carl? I know the Hood. Is this the Hood's organization? Oh, okay. So it's not Hydra. It's Hood. The Hood. But, no, or the guy's name. The guy's name is The Hood. Okay. So there's no organization. I don't know who this is in this helicopter. Okay. Permission to shoot the helicopter, me lady. Yes, Parker. <laughs> I give you permission make to a, shoot the... Make a U-turn. You now, my lady. Now, my lady. Now, Paka. Here it is. Gun, Look gun, out gun, in the gun, future. Gun, Everyone gun, has gun, a gun. gun. Right? Look at that screen. Gun, 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 gun. A little oh, fire, Stupid everything right, old son. I can't hear you. Just shoot me already. <laughs> On the first go, Carl. It's going to crash right into them. It's going to crash. So that's for sure. And the oily water, it exploded <laughs> before it landed. Whoa, I love that effect. Get away from it. Burning water. It's the oil and water. It, the explosion happened before it landed, and then another explosion happened in front of it. <laughs> and I have no idea who's in this helicopter. It's the fourth time watching this movie. I don't know. 
did he take off the hat out of respect to the, oh there goes there it is going zero to mars x. there goes zero x why they go to mars they gotta get dr pierce what do you mean dr pierce is on mars well there that's there's five five men on this yeah but they're going right? to mars they're going to mars it's dr grant, grant dr pierce, pierce Trevor, martin brad newman yeah, Captain Paul Trevor here. Captain <laughs> Space Captain Greg. That's the thing. Like, one captain is going to do like Earth, and then once they hit the space, he's like, move over. It's my turn to drive. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm the Space Captain. Now, this is just going to go on. Okay, hey, look. So there's uh, Alan. Scott. Scott. No, Alan. No, Alan. Alan. Ugh. I keep messing that up. Alan is in the spaceship. And now we like Alan. Alan is the hero of this movie. We couldn't do everything out without Alan. <laughs> there is one funny scene with these three puppets that I'm going to try to find. Okay. But one of the puppets, I think it's Bob or what have you, uh, sacrifices himself. He, he stays on, Brad. Uh huh. Or what? Not or Bob Paul. And one of them, and I don't know if it's it's Bob, but one of them departs. Goes, bye, Paul. <laughs> like it's just like he's like, I'll I'll stay here. You guys go. And he's like, bye, Paul. Everybody, <laughs> LB lift. Focus. Oh, that was another hand. Yeah, and a glove. Whoa! And the future technology are just buttons to say for against open. <laughs> No other purpose. Zero it's like X. your phone is one Whoa. out. All right. Well, so things are good. So now we're going to Mars. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Where did I put my... Oh, there we go. If they shun you from Mars, if you're not allowed on Mars, you're Martian. Whoa. Fish burger. Okay, a lot of techno gibberish. I'll tell you, this guy, Jerry Anderson, one of the things I really like about him is that for episodic television and for these movies, the stories always swing big. Okay. You know, there's always so much story and there's so many organizations and someone involved and they're going to Mars, they're doing this. And <laughs> yeah, you never remember the you remember the story like so from what I understand Thunderbirds the form, the formula was you would have 10 minutes of a family. And okay. Jerry Anderson said we want the children to relax and see a family and there's nothing going on. And then 10 minutes into it there's peril, right? The the volcano blows up or the train starts to falter and they need international rescue and they come in and there's always a deadline. Yeah. There's always like, you got two minutes to get this done. The timer's on. They always have like this extra gravitas and there's explosions constantly and they save them at the end. And then that's the end here. Excellent. You know, it starts off with, with zero X. So it's not really a family. Uh, right, 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 right. But here we are. All right. Okay, Those now here that this is the this is where this movie goes off the deep end. They're okay. gonna slap each other's back. So they did it. They got the, the fucking zero X and 
to go to oh, Mars. It's off to Mars, and they're successful. It's going to take them like 12 weeks to get to Mars. And Hood didn't 12 weeks. Hood tried crazy. to – I don't know what his stake was other than general sabotage. Okay, okay. I had to wait for Pocket to park the car for me to make this call. <laughs> Saboteur. You fucking babbit. How did it go? She goes, F-A-B. Does not explain what that fucking means at all. <laughs> okay. There's a fab nightclub called the Swinging Star in my hotel. You want to go? And then Virgil pops up. Hey, I couldn't help but over here. Can I go? <laughs> of course. And then wait, here we go. I sure am. Now, here comes young Alan. 24-year-old, but acts like a fucking whiny baby, Alan. Oh, he's okay. going to catch wind that they're all going to the sh- shooting star. See? Okay, nightclub. We're just going out. Well, that work. Look at it. So Alan is like, he doesn't need to walk. He's just using the Space Age couch to move him over there. And speaking of Space Age, they're all talking through the portraits, so you don't see the movement. Right, you see and Now Alan's eye. hopping on. She's saying, give the boys a break. They'll be fine tomorrow. They've been doing it. All right, I'll have a nightclub, you say. Have a good time. Ah, all right. Thanks, Dad. Now, here Whoa! comes Alan. Star. Don't forget that. We'll be at the swing star. You can't miss it. The swing star. What are they, Phil Silvers? Wow, can I go? No, you're stuck here at base. Now, I was reading a bunch of like user reviews, and someone mm-hmm. said that Tintin and Alan were a couple. That that's his girlfriend. Oh, but not in this movie. He he just pissed What's off. He's pissed off that they're all going to see Lady Penelope at her hotel where the Swinging Star is. And by the way, when you see the Swinging Star, it doesn't make any sense. The hotel, oh. yeah, is in the globe of the design. It's weird. Okay. Tell me where you see the hotel. It's in the in her hotel, he says. But okay. when you see it, it doesn't make any sense. But we're not going to see it because, like Alan, we were not invited. What? We are going to stay with Alan it. now. We just watched a, blo- a Blotch Mars launch, two years of bureaucracy, relaunch successfully through uh, a third party. And what did we follow it up with? Poor Alan and Dad. stuck at home. Oh, they they won't let me go to the shooting star. I could go to the shooting star, Carl, in my dreams. Oh, duh. Okay. So now we're going to have a super marionettatron dream. Hmm. Uh oh, dream montage music. Blurry. I'm dreaming. Look at that. Who's going on next? All dressed up. He's ready to go. Alan uh, is go. Put it on. Alan are go. <laughs> Let's go. Alan is out. Look at that put, stupid hat. <laughs> put it on my uh, hat. Put it on my hat. Oh, here she is. All right, there's his date. All the other <laughs> brothers get to go on a date with Lady Penelope. Why can't Alan? Alan has to dream about it. 
Oh, you look Whoa. lovely. Thank you. It's Barbie's dress. I'm borrowing it. I would walk I'm over and Ken's up but I can't walk. <laughs> oh, I guess we saw a little bit of walking right there. A well, we saw moment. the forward motion. I was looking for it, and it didn't happen. We just saw it, a... We still have like 20 more minutes until someone clearly walks. Okay, will that's, he that's make a move on Penelope right now? Not in this stream. No, they got to go to the... He, he does he's a baby. Yeah, it's a shooting star, man. You can't he's fly. He's an astronaut. It's what? his dream. You, he's going... You can drive on water, but I guess it's just a dream. That's right. So this is not canon, Carl. This make-believe well, story your is dream. Not... Would you not make a move on Penelope? No, because I'm jealous they went to the shooting star. I'm not jealous they went out <laughs> with Lady Penelope. I just want to go to shooting star with her. Oh, it's a it it's space. Now, what I would do is... with Penelope yeah. is I would fake I was yawning. I'd do one of those oh, things to stretch my arm around her back. And then... You sure could... In oh. outer space, your ears might pop when you do that. Good point. Good point. Now, here's the car park for one million cars. They're floating. How great is the set? Now, this is not the actual shooting star nightclub. We'll see it it's in a room. Yeah, this is not real life in this movie. This is not canon. This is just make-believe in this make-believe story. That's why there's air outside in space. I was going to say something to the manager, but he won't listen to me. Sparkly. Uh, okay, so here's the thing, right? We got this cool, like, Hollywood black and white people behind them. But and they're in we color, are going to have a band. Like. But what? Yeah, like, this is a real band. Is it Buddy Holly? No, they're, but they're called The Shadows. And they are a backup band. They're a famous band for for another singer who's going to pop up in a second. Do you okay. know who this British? Who does they? Oh, I got a commercial! God damn it! Two, one, boom! Skip ad. Fuck, wrong button. Skip ad. Okay, okay. I'm one thirty three and twenty four. Well, hang on. No, a second. I'm not. No, I'm not. Wait. I'm fifty and seven, eight, nine, fifty and ten, fifty and eleven. Okay. I'm at uh, 14 right now. Okay, I'm... Oh, damn. All right, Where are you we got to right leave it for the audience. We got to leave it. Okay, so Cliff Richards is showing up. Do you know who okay. Cliff Richards is? Yeah, he's the Elvis of England. Right, and he was big in the 50s. This being 2066, his son is going to be here. So they're going to oh, say, ladies and gentlemen, stuff. please give it up for... Right now, his backup band is playing Penelope's theme, an original tune for the for the movie. Oh, okay. Lady Penelope. They were kind of walking, not really. They were dancing, you know? They had a motion. Right. Well, they, they've done this before. The show prior to this one, I guess uh, Stingray, had a, had a like nightclub act. They just stand oh. in place and play their instruments. Look, they're smoking. Yeah. Okay, here he is. So they Elvis kid, but they say Cliff Richard Jr. and the Shadows. Oh, look at him go, man! Shake your hands, dude. Now you know him from the young ones. 
the I young do. ones. That's his song. That's his signature song. Darling That's with great. the young ones. He, 1940, he was born, right? And in the 50s, he was the British Elvis. And he even did Elvis-type movies, which I can't find on YouTube for free, including Whoa. The Young Ones. Uh, so we're all going on a summer holiday. It's a rock video now. Yeah, this is a, a rock video. Look, they're at they're on Fab One. This, this is really funny, too. So, you know, I, I went through... Uh, IMDb. The only real interesting trivia is that the guitars that the band are playing are not their tr signature uh, guitars. Okay. All right. But there's a drummer. He's not playing the signature drum. He's playing the, the hood. So the man in the moon is just garbage words filling up space. I get paid by the word, 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 word. <laughs> Well, here's the, the other words. Six cents, 12 cents, 18.24. I get six cents for each word. I love to play Wordle. Wow. I love their fireworks and that there's smoke in the studio they were in. Well, look at this. Yeah, it's cool, right? They're not a bad band. So he did a, she's a devil woman. Remember that one? That, yeah, really? Rome. Yeah, that was in 78. But he, I actually watched uh, a 2B doc on him. Fire it's in just, her eyes. Fire in her eyes. That was from 1978. He's 70 years old. He's, you know, he's still around. He's, he's Whoa, still performing. What blew up? That was Mars and it blew up? In, in, in Alan's dream. This is not canon. Okay. We're still 15 minutes deep at Talon's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Do you black, remember black, all that boring? Like, when are they going to get to the Thunderbirds? Yeah, like, I wanted to go out with the Thunderbirds and, you know, get drunk and hang out a little with, you know, yeah. get on the girl. Virgil. You know, Gordon, he's vulnerable, so he'll probably Fuck you, Scott. Don't start a fight. Come on, Scott. You've been... Shut up, Virgil. Scott, you've been drinking. All right, so in his dream, he's getting notified by his dad saying, listen, you got to go. Virgil and Scott are in trouble. In his but, dream. Oh, no, they're enjoying themselves, so you got to go. Yeah, all right, so we're going to wrap up this stream, and we'll get back to the story. They got a flat tire? What's the What's the... He just, dad's calling from the island. He's got to go back to work. We need you. Virgil and uh, Scott are assholes. All right. Well, that was a really good time. I went to the club. I did what I wanted to do. We got to go. Okay, now here comes the dream part we all hate. Come on. He's going to say, mind the gap. Here we go. Come on in the car. Mind the gap. What does it mean, mind the gap? You know when you're on the subway in England? Oh, tube, oh. There's like a gap between the, yes, the, space, yes. the platform. And the announcer will say, mind the gap. Mind the gap, Alan. I'm talking like end of dreams talk like. Mind the gap. 
Oh, okay. Here Whoa. I go. Whoa. Is this walking? You can't not walk walking. It's uh <laughs> to oh. the island. <laughs> right. What a dream. When you fall in your dream, I always wake the hell up. I wake up Lil Nemo in Slumberland style by Windsor McKay. I'm on the floor with the the blankets rocked on the side, and I hope well, I lift my head up. You've been there before, right? You start to fall, and you're like, "Whoa!" You wake up. Oh, yeah. you're saying did you fall out of bed? I've done that actually. And I'll say, "Oh, that Welsh rarebit I ate really affected my <laughs> sleep." Now, what is that saying? Night. Oh, it was all a dream. Okay, you're going to see a real hand, brains. apparently, according to Internet Trivia. Brains, brains. But, uh, you're going to see a real what? Like a, someone's hand, like you're going to see like the puppeteer's hand. Okay. But we'll see. Yeah, there's brains. He's the video guy. Video killed the radio star. Brains doesn't do much. Uh, ooh. They're all hanging out with the cocktail mixers are also like spy intercoms. The color of Brain's glasses don't work. They just had a joke we missed. There's Tintin. Oh. He says, hey, uh, Brain's, how is everything okay? And Brain's goes, check. And the guy goes, check? Really? I don't see it. <laughs> uh, they're just goofing off. Nothing to, nothing to be doing. They're done. This is in between episodes. So now and there's John. I wonder John. how John is doing. John's all by himself. He's not by the pool. Things are great when we sit John out of space. <laughs> I wish I was there. Those guys are probably having fun at the pool. I'll dream about hey, it. Hey, guys, you having fun in the pool? It's my intercom of cocktail mixer. My family. Oh, me familia. Scott. So God damn it, Alan. There's Reynolds. Oh, FaceTime. Hey, Dad. Oh. God damn it, Gordon. God damn it, Gordon. No, I'm not Gordon. Also, there's a delay in space when we communicate. What? I said I'm not. I'm, not, I'm John. <laughs> Yay. Whoa! Thanks for orbiting the satellite and letting us know. What? Now, here's the red planet Mars. Here's the great moon planet moon. It's not a moon, Carl. It's Mars. Can't okay. All right. Mars. I guess it's nighttime. And uh, just because it's gray and nighttime and there's an American flag planted in doesn't mean it's the moon. <laughs> just because it's the lunar lander. Here's one thing I don't get. What was the fucking point? We're seeing the mission now. Okay. Why? So you mean we're watching a Thunderbirds movie, but now we're going to switch to these astronauts in space for a long yeah. time? Yeah, you know what? These astronauts had more longevity after this movie. You know, they Brits have these, like, weekly comic books, and one of the comic books is called TV21. Okay. And they had Whoa. a long-running comic strip starring Zero X. It was okay. about the astronauts, I guess, you know, Captain Paul Trevor, offhand, maybe Space Captain Greg Martin. I don't know, maybe throw in Space Navigator Brad Newton, Dr. Pierce, Pierce Dr. Martin, Grant. Brad. Pierce Martin, Grant, Brad, Paul. Ringa. 
Trevor. Oh, this is cool. So it's their space car. So we're finally, yeah, this is their space car, their lunar lander. Uh, and they're kicking up Mar red Mars dust everywhere. <laughs> yes. yes it's a, and this was a big deal because it was in color. Now, yeah. this is 1966, so it's before we really went to Mars. Right. But it was 10 years after we went to Mars, wink, wink. <laughs> you know, there was a sequel to this. They made it a second movie called uh, Thunderbird 6, and they introduced okay. the sixth vehicle. But and that's on YouTube too, Carl. So maybe later on. Okay. See, here's the point where I could figure out who's who because you clearly see Martin, Pierce, and Trevor. Oh, it's on their name tags. So Pierce is red. <laughs> yeah. How did they make those name tags, Carl? And with the oh, they use a little clickety clack machine. Yeah. The brother P touch. No, no, you're right. It was the clickety clack. Remember, it had the circle. Yeah. Rotary. You get the T. Martin would be. Um, the the press the trigger, the gun handle. You a had rotary the labeler. This is ancient. I had the press dial. Oh, that's good. No, mine had a trigger like a gun. Okay, here we are, Doctor Pierce, Doctor Grant. Yes, Space Captain Paul Newman. Uh, <laughs> we found what you're looking for. Great, great, great. So it's What's not this Trevor, have to do with the classic. movie? I, I don't know. Is this going to lead anywhere in the movie? No. Is this just fucking more fun? Can't we just have Cliff Richards show up and sing another number? Yeah. Oh, my God. I wish it was a dream sequence so I could wake the fuck up. There was a documentary that uh, the Primers played where Jerry Anderson said the reason why this was a flop is that audience weren't ready to have a television series be a feature movie presentation. Wow. Why? But the because at the time there were other shows there were other shows that were taking episodes and just releasing them theatrically, like Man from Uncle okay. and uh Mission Impossible versus the Mob, which was a two part story that they released theatrically. So, you know, like People would probably just say, I just watched 26 episodes and then six episodes, and why do I want to watch more? Okay. But I don't wait know. a second. Now, wait. So, Mission Impossible that I know, that show, Mission Impossible? Apparently, later the. Mob? Yeah, that's. I was. Because I was like, I'm trying to find. Because I knew Batman had a weird theatrically released movie in 1966 or uh -huh. 67. And I was like, oh. This imagine like spending a summer where you get to see fucking Thunderbirds in the theater and then go see Batman in the theater and yeah. Mike, I would love to do Mission Impossible versus the Mob if it's the if cast it exists, members. Though. Is it the cast members of Mission Impossible that I love? It's ah. yeah, it's two episodes. They just stitch it together. Okay, maybe. Well, I don't know if Spock. I don't know if it's that that cast, but we could check. If it's that right, cast, I want to watch it. If not, it here's here's the space laser they brought from Earth. Why do they the need science a space laser? Laser. Oh, I think they got a. Yay! We did it. What the fuck did they do that for? I don't know what. Okay, it's for science. It's research for Doctor Grant and Doctor uh, Pierce. Okay, Doctor. they. 
if in order to get their grant, Dr. Grant had to... Whoa, what's this? Yeah, right? They awaken the rock monsters of Mars. Okay, the, the rock, rock monsters snake monsters. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Carl, when, where are you? Please, I, fast forward on me. Okay, 103 and 53 and 51, 52, 53, 54. 103 and 56, 57, 58, 59, 104. Okay, thank Whoa, you. Whoa, it scoots. Pew. That looks like Earth technology to me. So what, they were telling him, by the way, don't go outside right now. Yeah. All right, so I'm watching, like, fireworks being shot off yes. at them. Yes. Okay, yeah. Then these rock monsters are pretty cool. So when there's multiple, multiple red-eyed snake rock things. You know, these, these rock monsters are really high. I kept telling them, hey, listen, go like this. You got something on your eye. You got some, like... <laughs> Oop. Their eyes were so red. All right. Yeah, hey, we're high to ball. I get mission abort mission. This is over with. Look at these little toothpaste tube uh, jar <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah. And they got a oscilloscope. Any kind of little mid. I mean, that's one of the cool things about the show. The next show, they kind of they took the big heads and they made them smaller, and okay. they tried to make them look more human and. They were saying it didn't really work because people like this kind of unreal. Okay. The, the, they like when they're obviously marionettes. You know, there's some charm to it. You know, the, he still tells a story. It's all story, this movie. But it's done using, like, chintzy, you know, special effects and these cool-ass models. Uh-oh. Look, they're smoking. That, well, it's a lot of atmosphere. It's almost like they're on Earth. You know, I went to a restaurant on Mars. Uh-huh. Uh, great food, no atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, that's the moon. Oh, Mars there's atmosphere, atmosphere on Mars? Oh, <laughs> well, I went to the wrong restaurant. They were just being assholes. <laughs> no, Mars has an atmosphere. It's thinner compared to ours. Like, it's real thin. Like, even if it was oxygen, you'd be over there going, <gasps> you know, <gasps> because there's hardly any. I love how the spaceship they have like flashing hype hypno lights and shit like that to kind of denote excitement. So they're just killing um, all those snake rock monsters of Mars. Yeah, right. They basically start a, a, a war with Martians. They they land. They say, blow well, up one of them. They blow they up for science. They realize they're blowing up real creatures, and then they blow them all up, and then they fucking hightail it. They, so they don't say down. 